Yeah. No, it's all good. what? 
So what is the detailer? What is, what are you actually talking about? So this is the bit that we're in at the moment, is the what, where I explain what format is. And again, this is roughly 30% of your audience will be what listeners or what nerds. They're the people that need to know the stats. They need to know where this is coming from. Now, if you're somebody that likes those details, your temptation will be to jump straight in to the facts, the figures, the stats, straight away. And you need to just pull back a little bit and give that strong, compelling why, and then move into the details. If, however, you are a why person like me, the temptation can be to skim over the details and assume that if somebody knows why it's important and how they do it, that they're probably okay. And that's also a bit of a mistake, as I found out. So we've got the why and the what. You then move into the how. So quick show of hands. Those of you who go to seminars or workshops and you love the breakouts, you love the bits of getting stuck into the exercise and getting your hands dirty, seeing how it all works. Generally about 20% of the room that would be. About 20% of people really just want to, they actually don't care about the details, they actually don't care about the stats, as long as they can figure it out for themselves. So you need to give people an opportunity to work out in their own mind how what you're saying relates to them. And we can do that still in our 40 seconds. Instead of giving people the opportunity, because you're not going to say, go off and try this for yourself, but if you share a story, a small testimonial, a small case study, that helps people to relate the concept of what you're talking about to them. Um, and so depending on the amount of time that you've got, you will be able to develop that how portion of your talk. And then the last bit is what if. What if? So this is the bit that, what if I don't quite understand this? What about this situation? Will it work here? What about if this happens? Will it still work? So how many of you can relate to, you go to a presentation and you go to a talk, and there are a few people who just have to ask lots and lots and lots of questions. Yeah, you may be one of those people, and there is nothing wrong with that. It's not my preferred style of listening or learning, so um, I kind of get a little bit annoyed. I kind of get a little bit, just stop asking the questions already, let's just go and do it, or, you know, um, and that can happen, because we are all different, and that's fine. You just keep them out. But they It's just the way that they need to absorb the information. Some people really need to just, they've got their internal checklist and they just need to tick all the boxes. Is it going to work in this situation? Is it going to work here? So you need to give people the option as to how they can find out more information. So it could be a question session, and Carol, I actually forgot to mention this to you. My little bugbear with the 4N agenda is that after the four slides finished, there's an opportunity for questions. Please don't ask questions at that point. I will give people the opportunity. But what can happen with a presentation, if you leave questions right until the end, is that the people that have got it, that have understood it, you can actually completely lose them by answering very specific questions. And you want to stay in control when you're presenting, whether it's a sales conference, whether it's a 40 seconds or a 